We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 118 of Married Millennials. We hope all of you guys had an amazing 4th of July extended week. It was kind of weird because it fell on a Wednesday, but I know some people took off of work Thursday, Friday, just like my wife. Mm -hmm. So then you had a nice extended weekend. This is probably the most low-key 4th of July we've had in a while. I fell asleep probably like 9 to 10 o'clock, maybe even earlier than that. Didn't see Nan firework. Didn't hear Nan firework. <laughs> Woke up the next day. Said, "Oh, you it's didn't July." Hear 5th. those fireworks? Didn't hear a damn thing. Uh, I, 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 this is the first year I can say I didn't hear or see a firework. Yeah, not one. There, I saw a lot of memes about Fourth of July about basically people being mad at our country so they're not celebrating or like America, you're t- you're on timeout so we're not you know we're not going to give you the the benefit of celebrating Fourth of July. But I just feel like our country's been through a lot, obviously. Obviously, and I do feel like we should still celebrate the wins. Yes, we have things to work on, sure, uh, but ultimately, we're in a pretty good place, I think. As as a country, as a people, as a collective people, we're in a pretty good place, and we should celebrate one another. Yeah, we have a couple fools, but I don't know. <laughs> a couple? Shit. Yeah, and you know they have some limelight. Hundreds. We got I get we it. got hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, there's just we're just in an age where foolishness is empowered. Right. So it's compounded and why yes, you can be frustrated with the current state of affairs, which rightfully so you should be. Yeah. I do agree with you that we still have to celebrate our wins and, and the independence of being yeah. a, a free country where there are a lot of opportunities. And we sit out here and and voice our frustrations with a lot of things that do go on, mm-hmm. which any citizen or person who thinks critically should do. But in exactly. thinking critically, you can't allow those flaws to just completely get in the way of all the yeah. positive things that do happen. Because, yes, when you turn on the news or when you scroll through Twitter, you're just like, damn, is there any good news that goes on in the world? So which, by the way, yes, there is. Yeah, yeah, there the, is. The, the news and media in general really chooses to report on the negative because that's where they get the ratings. I think if we... So you get the clicks. Yeah. So I, I, there is, I honestly believe that there is just as much good, if not more good than bad. There's definitely on. more good. Yeah. 100%. But it's just like... Because I haven't met... I've met more good people than like dicks in my life. Like truly, I sure. have. Like, But it also yeah. goes back, if you look at entertainment, where a lot of these networks will try to put on good programming, but the good programming or positive programming, I shouldn't say good, right. or positive programming, people don't watch it. Right. But you can put on these reality shows that are reckless as hell and everybody's talking about it constantly right. because that's what society enjoys. We, we love the, the, the nonsense, the violence, the foolishness, the crazy, something that gets us talking where we can go in and tweet about it. Oh, did you see so-and-so? And then it turns into a, a full t- trending conversation where yeah. it's like, oh, okay, this is a, a positive piece of, of television. You're like, oh, okay. Like, that was cool. It made me smile. Mm-hmm. But then you go on about your days because like you want like we need that conflict when it comes to entertainment. I don't know what it is. So we, we live in a place where we just we 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 get high 
off think, of the, the I, ignorance. I, we I shouldn't touched say the on ignorance. this. I think I think that the reason why people tune into that kind of stuff is because it, it, it's, it's a reflection of where you are in your life. I think that it's it's. You know, misery loves company. Not that everyone who watches that stuff is miserable, but if things aren't going quite right or whatever, you like to watch other people have things not going quite right because if you watch people who you feel like have a perfect life or they're really happy, that's very difficult to watch when you don't feel like you're in a good place. So, you know, I think it actually speaks to where we are as a collective consciousness more than anything. And uh, I, cause I will say the more I get my, my mental space together and my spiritual space together, the less I want that kind of stimuli. I mean, I, I really don't want it at all, but like even this weekend, I wanted to just like have some fun on Netflix. And I, I've always liked uh, comedians in cars getting coffee and that was good. And I was watching Glow as well, and that was also good. And I feel like the tone of those shows are, comedians in cars getting coffee is really just about like, Comedians uh, talking. Yeah, it's a <laughs> two me- people. It's talking. a meeting of the minds, though, and you can see how two people's minds work. Like that's the kind of stuff that interests me now. And then Glow is at the the core of it, um, female empowerment. So I'm just I'm obviously into that. So yeah, I just I don't have time for anything that's not feeding me. And like I said, even those shows, although I love them and I am getting something for them, they're not giving me as heavy of, of a dose of like, yes, as they used to. Oh, most definitely. And yeah. I think the, the most stimulating thing for me is just enlightening conversation. Yeah. Joy's family was in town from New York. So we went over to their house this past week and we just sat at a house and just had really, really good conversation. Joy was was deep into a conversation with one gentleman. I was deep into a conversation with another gentleman. Mm-hmm. Then we held court and talked about relationships. It got so for deep. An hour. We were like talking hardcore about artificial intelligence. I mean, like <laughs> I mean, the conversations were just yeah. so deep, and and just to be able to have to go to this place and one of the gentlemen we had we had met both of the the two gentlemen who we were talking with prior, but we didn't really have a relationship with them besides. Oh, we were at this wedding together, and that was really it. We were at a bar together. We did go to the bar with, with, with one gentleman as yeah. well. But it, it was just like the fact that we could come together oh, okay, yeah. and sit on a balcony and just talk shop and talk life. Not just surface-level shop, but you know, traveling, our beliefs, mm-hmm. the, the power of positive thinking, your mindset. It was just so nice to be able to have engaging, thoughtful conversation. And I get such a reward out of those moments than I do sitting in front of the TV or doing really anything else. It's just, as you talked about, the comedians and cars getting coffee, it's like the meeting of the minds. Yeah. And when you can get to a place where you can have that type of conversation, I, and I feel that most people can get there. Yeah. It's like if you create a space where you can just go in and then you learn new things. Because what I, I discover- Your mind expands. For sure. Yeah. And then what I discover is that so many of us have like oddities to when it comes to the random facts and knowledge that we know. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking about it. Like the gentleman was telling me about a country that he lived in for six months and I had never heard of the country. And I was like, wait, what? Like he packed up, he and his- 
he and his wife basically packed up their whole life, sold their car, sold their house, mm-hmm. and then moved to South America for six months. Yeah, because he was also laid off his job, yeah. right? And it, and it yeah. was just like they what wanted a great to do this way to and now that. like living really lean. And, and now that they did that experience, like they want to do it again and like find work that allows them to be remote but can still have the life they want to live. And it just like forces you to And they have kids, you guys. Like you can you can still live your life with kids. I I think that was important too. To see two people who are married with children who can get up and go. Like you always have a choice. You always have a choice. Your life you don't get to an age that's like, well, I can't do things now. You can always do things. And that parallels with marriage. We're not parents yet we do have our, our two little dogs and they take up yeah. a lot of energy and you guys i know i took that picture on instagram just disclaimer yeah because <laughs> i was holding my stomach and i said you know what people are gonna say something it was a burrito baby not an actual baby no human babies yes. on the horizon yeah at least that we know of right there there are no no babies on the horizon but you know similar to what i'm saying about being married is the parallels is that life still goes on i hear so many times from single people or those who are in relationships but are maybe a little bit hesitant to get married mm-hmm. it's like oh when you get married your life stops it's like all of a sudden like as soon as you say i do life says i don't <laughs> it's like it does not work that who way who says that our, i mean you guys our growth i mean it, it, it i is hear very it common. no i, I was hear like, it who says it like what are you talking no, about no i hear it I, dozens I, and I dozens know. of people yes. who we speak with say this and they have this misconception that again it's like your life all of a sudden stops and i would say that we have we have certainly done more, traveled more, have experienced more mm-hmm. things in our three years of marriage. Like we have done a lot that has we really have. that has required like growth and meeting new people and new opportunities. Like everything. We this, have done all that. This married. podcast was launched when we were married. Yeah. Fresh. Like fresh freshly married. Granted, <laughs> we had been doing this since two thousand twelve, but mm-hmm. still. Like we had the we launched this podcast. We've taken many trips i shouldn't say many trips but we've taken a good amount of trips us in our marriage now that i think about it this podcast yeah i've absolutely i know but i just i guess i really just put it together that we've been married basically the whole time i mean i think we were married for maybe six months before yes yeah that's actually this is good good job us did you just have this epiphany yeah i just I'm, had this moment i'm fairly that we, certain i've said we this probably really like 40 been, episodes ago i know but we haven't really been married without the podcast so we're having weekly therapy Yes. So did you just tune? I need someone I to find. No, hold on. I need someone to. I don't know what episode it was, but I you had this it. aha moment probably like twenty to thirty episodes ago. I need someone to find that bit and then let me know because I just need. I need to hear your reaction to when I said that because you're probably like, "Yeah, I agree." Uh huh. Probably. And you didn't. So that means you weren't even listening when I said it because now just, you have an aha moment. There's a lot of times I'm just thirty episodes on later. autopilot, but but no, I I'm just. It, it's sinking in in a different way because I view our relationship in a couple different ways. I view our relationships as, as the 10-year span and then I view it from like after college and then I kind of view it from marriage. But I, I just, I mean, so it's just, it's different and I never really realized, I never put together that the marriage, the bulk of the marriage part of it, we've been doing this. Yes, we have been doing this and, and what I said however many episodes ago is that this podcast forces us to have a conversation about relationships and our marriage every single week. If you're married right now or you're in a relationship right now, how many times a week do you have a intentional space where you and your partner are going to sit and talk about your relationship? Mm -hmm. You probably never in life have that moment. 
Joy and I, before we launched this podcast, didn't when we were writing answers to the blog. We yeah, had but it moments, wasn't our but stuff. it wasn't the two of us engaging. Yeah. Joy would write her piece. I would write my piece. When we had the radio show, we had that too, but it was a little different yeah, style we, than, we were than the podcast. Contract, we had a guest. It was yeah. different. So yeah. it was a little different, but like, if you really think about it, when have you sat and said, okay, every week we're going to spend Sunday at 2 o'clock, we're going to talk about our relationship, or Thursday night at 8.30, we're going to talk about our relationship. Right. You don't do it. And yeah. this podcast allows us to do it, so then when we start talking, things may come up, that we will go have a conversation offline about, and then we may come back the next week and talk about what we learned. Yeah. So it's a it's a continual growth pattern. Yes. And, and I know people say, "Well, how do you guys? You're so forward and so front about your relationship." And it's like it helps us too. It's like yes, we help you, and and we are a resource and a coach to help you improve your relationship but it also improves our relationship as well because again we get to just take yeah. an intentional 45 minutes to an hour every single week we're all to in talk this together love. but i also feel like yeah we're all in our marriage together we are <laughs> which i like i like that we have a crew in our marriage <laughs> <laughs> i really do i like you know we just we really do we love and appreciate you all so much and we also really enjoy all of your feedback thank you so much for all of our emails or just if you know me like telling me in person i just thank you yeah the positive like the, the positive reinforcement is is definitely a beautiful thing and it never yeah. it never gets old it's something that you just constantly enjoy especially like when someone is new to the show mm-hmm. and then they're like oh my gosh i went back and listened and they to binge it oh all my 100 gosh. something episodes yeah. i'm like oh man shout out to jamie when you get to this yes one. <laughs> like it's just it, it it's really dope to to have that experience and to continually engage in those conversations mm-hmm. with you because it is so near and dear to our heart and speaking of conversations joy and i released our premarital coaching online course 15 must-have conversations before saying i do Pre-registration is open right now. The course officially goes live on June 17th. July 17th. July 17th, correct. July 17th. I said June. In the past. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It goes live. It goes live June 17th. Yeah. Yeah. It goes live July 17th. So pre-registration is open right now. If you register before July 17th, you can take advantage of a discount. So we strongly encourage all engaged couples right now to log on to lovejays.com. You will see all of the information right there. It is honestly a powerful course. We, we took 10 years of our relationship and we packed it down into 15 must-have conversations. And there are definitely more conversations that you need to have too, but these are like the 15 you mm-hmm. must have and it'll probably open the doors to another 5, 10, right. 15 more conversations. And th- again, this is things we learned because these aren't all conversations we knew to have before getting married ourselves. So this is, you know, information that's, tested, if you will. Like, hey, we probably should have talked about this. Let's get into it now. Most definitely. Yeah. So lovejays.com. You can also go to our link tree in our Instagram bio. That'll take you to our splash page that gives you a full overview of everything the course offers, what you will learn, how you can sign up. I'm I'm so excited about this course. Like I, I get excited about the opportunity to come out here every week and share what we learn, different topics. But that this course is like near and dear to my heart because marriage is such a something that I hold so near to me and to be able to empower couples and coach yeah. couples as they prepare to transition their relationship into marriage. Like it's a, it's an amazing thing. And then there's also a special perk 
in addition to the course, we also have a package that you can sign up for the course as well as a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with Joy and I at the conclusion of your course. So we can yeah. sit for an hour and unpack everything that you learned, things that may have been a surprise, some weak spots or blind spots in your relationship, yeah. or some strengths in your relationship. And now things have been reinforced. And if you have questions for us we're in regarding what you learned in the course or questions that you may have on what it took to, to plan your wedding, things mm -hmm. to do on your wedding day, Joy and I very are very much an open book. In any way we can be a resource, you know we are happy to help. So make sure you guys check out the course, 15 must-have conversations before saying I do. This is completely off topic, but I am using a straw right now. And probably about 15 episodes ago, I declared that I was done with straws because they are not good for the ocean. However, we have like 200 straws <laughs> in our home. And I'm, you know, and we had to record the show and it's just easier for me to sip through this straw while we're recording and like be guzzling with this mic right here by my mouth. And I'm just like sitting here talking to myself like, man, Joy, you're a bit of a hypocrite. And I struggle with that. I struggle with being a hypocrite, even though I know that we are all are. All of us are. No one is 100% a certain way all 100% of the time. It's called being human. Yeah, it is. But I'm just like, I'm sitting here sipping through my straw like, you said you were done with this. You said, like, I literally feel like I had, you know, a couple well, months we... so, a straw sober <laughs> and I'm sipping out a straw again. Well, won't you do this? Won't we take the straws, we can trash the straws, and then we can go buy metal straws. And if you still want to have the that, straw okay, fixed, here's the problem. you still can. Throwing away the straws, just because I doesn't, don't, because uh, I doesn't. I doesn't, use, oh, Lord. Just because I doesn't use them. Uh, <laughs> Just because I don't use them, if I throw them away, they still end up in the ocean. So I feel like it's better to just keep them in my drawer. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about the straws. I bought the straws. Like, do I melt them into a big plastic ball? But then I'm like, that's going to end up down the duck's throat. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, I, I do. There is a point where you just get, like, too aware of everything. And I just don't know what to do about it. And I, again, I understand this is ridiculous. I know. But these are the thoughts that I have now. So we just, we have to accept it. Joy, have, Joy has it. gone... Deep like when I say deep down the rabbit hole, since her wellness and spiritual journey and veganism, I, she just is <laughs> all the way in. So there's no longer – and Joy never was a, a one-thought person. Like, okay, here's my thought, and then I just leave it there. She's always had <laughs> repeating thoughts or compounding thoughts that have spiraled. <laughs> Constantly, like before she was even aware that is of such a funny way to describe yeah, me. Before she was even aware of all the new knowledge and information that she has now, but now that she is like fully aware of herself and spirituality and food and the environment, yeah. is that now these compounding thoughts have compounded even further. And then you'll talk about straws, and then all of a sudden it'll connect to your heart chakra. And all you're right. like, okay, where did where did where did this happen? Listen, like, how do we connect this all together? I feel like that's a challenge. I now want to have a conversation about how I can get from straws to heart chakra. You'll figure it out. Um, but here's the thing: I think that self with self awareness comes the idea of or, or the the realization of self responsibility, and I now understand that my actions have reactions for the entire world slash universe. And it sounds so 
intense to say, but it is 100% true. Like it takes one person to make a difference. And I know it's like, well, 100 people, there's one person not using straws for 100 people using straws. But if there is billions of people on earth, I'm not going to do that math, but that's still a lot of people not using straws, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. So it's just, I can make a difference and I do make a difference. And the straw that I don't use may save a life, an aquatic life, all right? I'm telling y'all, when you off to our friends, you're going to come to our home in about five years, and I'm sure you're going to have, like, environmentally safe appliances and paint on the walls. That we're gonna is be, my goal. I'm telling you, we're going to have the most hippie house in Los Angeles. But it's going to be Guaranteed. trendy still. Like, it's going to be Oh, it's, it's going to look, look good. But, yeah. gonna, but and then Joy's going to, like, you know, you go to somebody's house, and then they're so hyped to explain this small little detail that's <laughs> yeah. in their home. And you're like, why are you telling this like, to me? Joy's going to be that person giving a tour. Well, this wood yeah. is actually not wood. This repurposes our cre- urine to yes, water our exactly. Yeah. And then our water, well, we actually have our own filtration system mm-hmm. that comes from the ozone layer. No. And then it moves from the rainforest. This is rain from the Cayman Highlands. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we've got it from the rainforest and, it, and it's flown in this special mm-hmm. this special plane that actually doesn't use fuel that's bad for the world Uh so then it's and it's actually bottled in glass that's not glass right that's gonna that's what's gonna happen i'm i'm telling you now in five years this glass joy a fortified joy is going to be that person and, I would love to be And by that consequence, person. I'm going to be that person. So I apologize already for the levels of ridiculousness no that are going to happen. Yeah, I'm already that person. It just hasn't fully manifested yet. But it's like it's going to happen because I want it to. I want to be responsible. I want to, I want to do my part. Like I'm excited to do my part. And I, and I think most people feel that in some way, right? They they want to make a difference in the world. But I think that a lot of people think of it in terms of, I want to be famous. I want to be famous, and that's going to be like, I'm relevant then, and I'm important then. And I think that there are just other ways. I mean, fame, I'm sure, is cool on some scale too, obviously. But I think that there are other ways to contribute to society and to make a difference and to to make your mark. So why not take advantage of that? I respect it. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying it's that. It's amazing that I'm a human being right here, right now, and I can do the things that I can do. I can either help or I can hurt. I want to help. And something else we want to help with is all you single folks. We want to talk about what it means to be single. And specifically, this weekend, we want to invite you to the Mingle LA. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, if you're not in the Los Angeles area, we're sorry. We're trying to move it to other cities as well, so be patient with us. Uh, But we're going to talk about self-love and the importance of that and its role in your relationship with yourself and in your relationship with others. It's going down this Sunday, July 15th, 5 to 8 o'clock p.m. at a simple bar in Hollywood, California. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite. The link is also on our website, lovejays.com slash events. And it's also in our link tree in our Instagram bio. No reason for you and your friends not to come and sit and have a real open and honest conversation. It's a small, intimate venue so we can really, really talk. Yeah. About what's like going on. And following the conversation, we'll open it up for a Q&A and really dive in. So if you have things that you want to discuss, something you want to just air out for yeah. the world, let's talk about it. You and we get- have Giant Jenga. <laughs> yes, we do have Giant Jenga in the building. And it's also happy hour the entire yeah. time, 5 to 8 p.m. 
drinks, specials, two for one. I know you folks in L.A., you like to drink, you like to turn up, even mm-hmm. though Joy and I have reduced and actually haven't consumed alcohol in quite some time. Uh, but for those who still like to use it to turn up, look, we don't judge, and there's a special deal in place. So honestly, come out, come have fun, hang out, close out your weekend with something really special. Make sure you get your tickets again, lovejays.com slash events, or you can go to our link tree in our Instagram bio and click the link there. Boom. You know, it's really interesting because I think about these events or like your likelihood of meeting somebody out in the world. And I feel like your chances of meeting people is both slim and highly probable, right? Like if you really think about it, what what are the chances? Like almost zero, but but also like every everyone meets someone at some point. So it's like also very likely. It, it, it's likely dependent on the circles that you frequent and mm. the circles that you run in. So that's where the probability increases. But it doesn't even have to be a circle. Like I think about how my parents, oh gosh, I'm sorry. My parents met at the club. But I just, <laughs> I think about that. Like my dad saw my mom standing outside, like, you know, and... People I don't think get married from the club nowadays. Because <laughs> the club is different. Much different. Remember when yeah. I talked to my you talked told my dad about the club experience and he was like, What? Yeah, that he was, was like, not mm, the case. That's not it. Yeah, they used to like just go have fun and dance and like people respected each other. That's what the club used to be. Yeah, we told him what goes down in the club, he was just like, Oh no, yeah, that was not the club. Yeah, it's not that anymore. And then your parents met because off of a wrong number. Yes. Like <laughs> that's a crazy. Literally, story. somebody dialed the wrong number, and two people are married now. When Justin's here, like that's <laughs> like I, that's what I'm saying. So it's just really interesting, and it had me thinking about the whole idea of soulmates. Like, is it real to have a soulmate? Is it? Do you you walk out in the world, and your your other person's there, and you run into them, and then life happens, or like does the universe conspire to put you together, or are you just open to meeting people, and you meet someone that you like, and you're like, let's try it. I think similar to to life, like life points Mm -hmm. or exit points Mm. in in your life. Ooh, I don't know if they know about exit points. Okay, I don't know about that. See, we out here getting deep. You know, my wife tell you, I'm I'm with the guru. I was like, I'm actually kind of really impressed. I'm with the guru right now. I said, y'all don't know Joy is the guru. When it comes to spirituality and, and mental health and wellness, my wife is the I guru. Know. I'm plugging again the weekly wellness <laughs> newsletter. If you have not subscribed, your life come get it. I don't uh, understand. I'm with the guru. You, I, I don't. Should I explain exit points? Yes, you can explain exit points really quick. Just re- remember your thought. So the the idea of exit points is that you have three to five points in your life where your spirit before you came down to earth, uh, when you were in heaven, uh, or wherever you'd like to think. I mean, honestly the language you use for any of this is fine. Like truly it's fine. Uh, But an an exit point is a moment you orchestrated where it would have been okay for your soul to to pass on to the to the other side. So that's why you have all these people with near death experiences, or you hear all these stories of man, if I would have been there at that time, then I would have been part of this huge accident or whatever. And that's why I say trust the timing of your life because the timing is set up a certain way for your benefit and the people who go when they go, that's just a, an exit point. And then you have your last one of your life and that's your non-negotiable exit point. Like, okay, it's like you skipped all the others. You got to get out of here somehow. And and now it's it's time. So, so. similar to your exit points, yes. <laughs> I think you have soul points. Yeah. Where dep- soul tie points <gasps> where you have individuals who in okay. certain phases of your life here is your, your your soulmate. Oh, so like, okay. So this could be a 
potential soulmate if you choose to go this way. Correct. Here's, here's soulmate A. Correct. Okay, So got based it. On, on, on your life and the decisions you make, because we all, as humans, we have the ability of choice. We have free will. We have free will and, right. and to choose. So right. everything is, is here. It, it's planned out, but as yeah. humans, you have free will. Yeah. So if you decide to take route one, here's soulmate on route one. If you decide to take route two, or as you create... These different right. routes, there are different soulmates available, available to, you. to you on your journey in discovering, or I shouldn't say discovering, or creating, discovering, remembering your life. That's very interesting. That is how I view it. So when, when I say is, do you have a soulmate? Yes, I do believe in soul a soulmate, but I don't think it's just one soul. I don't think it's one person because how your life shapes and moves is dependent on that. So that's my that's my theory. Okay, you've never explained it like that before because I used to be so butthurt when Justin was like, I don't think you should get one love. Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, but I am the love of your life. Um, and actually, when we got married, that the, the night of our wedding, you said that, like, I'm your one person. Yes. Like, yeah. You made this, but, like, we created this. Yeah. We made this path, and you are... My one person. Right. You were present on my path. And when I first saw you, like my soul knew. Mm-hmm. And I said, that was my person. You guys use that language. However. And this was before like <laughs> any understanding of anything. I was just like. <laughs> but, in that, but that's what I'm, what I'm saying is because I was on that path. Had I went to a different university. Had you chose a different university. Right. Ha- there would have been there someone There would else, have been eventually. another person. Now, could we have met? At a different phase in life? Yeah. Who knows? And that could have been possible. But the relationship would not have been the same. No. Because I think a lot of our relationship is rooted in having been together since we were like kids. kids. Correct. Yeah. Without a a doubt. So that's my theory on soulmates. That's an excellent theory. So my theory on soulmates is that a soulmate isn't just like a lover. I think a soulmate could be a friend. I think a soulmate could be even somebody who who maybe wasn't great for you um, and that you learned from. I think a soulmate is anyone who you grow from, and I think that there are many of them. Like, I don't think it's just one mate. But as far as love of your life, I I do kind of feel like you get one of those. But then you say, what happens with people who, like, have somebody who passes away yeah, or whatever? I, I don't then they think, get another one. Exactly. I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think that for the rest of your life you there's one person. I, I, it just doesn't really make it sense. It doesn't it doesn't make but sense. But it is it's difficult to think about when you're all wrapped up that there there could potentially be someone out there for you and me that's just as good of an option. For sure. Yeah. And and I and I definitely believe that. But it would be different. Like I don't think that I would be doing love jays with anyone else. You can't. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's different. unique to the situation. Yes. Every experience is different. Right. Every person is different. So to say that I'm going to have the exact same thing with someone else. I mean, you were in a relationship prior to being in a relationship. I was in relationships prior to to our relationship. None of those relationships were the same. No. Yes, I was the common denominator in those relationships, but there was another person. Has your who chemistry was always been good? For the most part, yes. I would imagine so. Yes. I, and I didn't. I don't say that to because I was just thinking like I, my chemistry with you is different, but you're kind of that kind of person. Yes, I'm like a lover. Just, yeah, I'm a lover. <laughs> you're a flirt. <laughs> that's what I would say. You're a flirt, but you're but you are. There's something about you that's very lovable. Like, yeah. Like I'm off, a, I, even when I'm you're a not lover. super you sound a flirt. I'm a lover. Yeah. Who likes to flirt? <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whereas I feel like I'm a little bit more. I'm I'm not. Uh, well, I guess I could be a little flirty too. But how would you describe me, like off top? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, how would I describe? It wasn't you? a positive adjective. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth on this one. Off top, I think you are. You're quirky. That is how I that would describe yeah, you. That's correct. But I, what I uh, appreciated about you is that I could be my quirky self, like out the gate. I never tried to hide who I was. Whereas no, I feel like before I really tried to like tone it down and be like, well, this person's just never gonna know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and. and and I remember when, when we broke up, he was just like, what are you, like, why are you like this? I'm like, this is me. <laughs> this is my actual personality. But I just, I didn't feel quite comfortable unleashing it all. And when I met Justin, uh, I I just, I don't know, I was cool. I was like, okay, this is who I am. And then he would be super annoyed, but was still around. So, I don't know. I liked it. But that's, I, are we soulmates? Do you think that we are soulmates? 100%. Okay. I, I definitely do believe we're soulmates. Again, when, when I first saw you, it's like I knew. You can't have yeah. that conscious understanding without having a some conscious understanding without some soul connection. I had never met you. I had never seen you. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, she's the one. Right. And I was with two of my teammates at the time. Maybe like, you just claimed it and manifested it. Maybe that's what happened. But you talked to, and that could be part of it. But again, I think that's a part of your soul's understanding. Yeah, you knew. Of, of knowing. Like your, your subconscious, or there, there's experiences that go beyond You were our, like, there she is. It's like, there's, there's experiences that go beyond our conscious understanding, but we just know. We intuitively know how to do things. We intuitively act. You know, your gut, I think that was in conversations with God, I think your gut is your strongest mm-hmm. source feeling. You know, so it, it's yes, source when you, feeling when you have when you I'm have. I'm so proud of Justin right now, you guys. He, he brought up exit points, source <laughs> feelings, conversations but, with God. But this is what I'm saying, though. Is like when you when you intuitively know something. How do you intuitively know something if you've never experienced? Right. Like how that doesn't honestly think about it. You there are some things you just know yet you've never experienced it in you, this human consciousness or this capacity of life. Right. But we know there are people who are married right now when they saw their husband or when they saw their wife, they just knew. They just knew. Yeah. So how do you just know something if you've never experienced and it? And I knew I was going to marry you about a month in and that's not, I don't think that that's, I, I would say it's probably normal for people who have experienced that, but it's not, But there's nor, like I would not, that's not something I would have thought. Yeah, I'm not, going, I'm not telling anyone for who's some, single like, oh, you're going to know in a month whether you're going to marry somebody. No, it's like you and it just, was a knowing. It it's was a knowing. Like, like you knew, like, and yeah. you're like, okay, well, how how do I know this? Yeah. And then there are people who are friends who are like, oh, that's a wrap. Yeah. So how do all of these people, and then how all of us know something? And we weren't yet anywhere near ready. We knew nothing about it. So there, that's when to me, your your soul, your your greater being, mm-hmm. is is moving. Higher self, higher your higher self. self. There you <laughs> go. So when your when your higher self is is moving in accordance with your life. Yeah. So yes, we are soulmates. But I also, again, believe that we have had we moved out in different paths, we would have been guided right. in another play or another place and would have met 
soulmate number two or soulmate number three. That's what happens maybe even with affairs. Like somebody, not, I mean, sometimes people just want to have sex. But I like when people get caught up, I wonder if it's, they're with one soulmate, but then they like cross paths with another. And then you're like, oh shit. Like, so you just. No. I don't. I don't think that's the you case. You don't think it would be designed that way. No, I don't think. I don't, I don't think it's designed that way. I think what it is is someone who could have married someone out of convenience or pressure. Right. Or it's okay. just like we've been together. You didn't marry a soulmate. Correct. We've been together. I like you. You like me. I love you. You love me. Like yeah. We should just get married. And they get married, and then throughout life, like they meet that person, and it's like whoa. whoa. This like, is I it. don't have that same feeling with my partner. Yeah. And then you explore it. You then have an affair. You end up getting a divorce. But then you get with the person you had an affair with and you create an amazing life. Yeah. And I know some people were looking like, damn, that's hella foul. But it's like, did you... But there's this only... Yeah. But did you make a mistake and get married when you shouldn't right. have gotten married to this person? And I bring that back to our course again. Right. It's like, yes... Why are you getting married? And these conversations that we created they are like need to forcing be you to have this conversation to say, "Am I marrying you because like you're my person, right. or am I marrying you because like we've been together like three, to four, or five years, and now it's just like, yeah. all right, we got to get married." That's not a good time, a good reason to get married. I will say that my feelings for you have always been intense. I've never felt mild about my love for you, or respect for you, or care for you. Like none of those things have ever felt like. Oh, okay, like I'm just really calm about this. Like it has always been very intense and almost overwhelmingly so. I mean, I keep it pretty cool, but but for the most part, like I'm like geeked up on Justin and not in an infatuation point, but just like in this, I don't know. It's just like this overwhelming feeling of that this is my person. And I think that when you know, you know, applies to both sides. I think when you know, you know that you're supposed to be with somebody, it applies to that. And you know when you know when you know that you're not really supposed to be with somebody. Yes. And I yeah. and, and I'm the person where I don't think it's wrong to like call off your wedding day. Like when you're no. like when you're like, getting right to that point. And I actually know someone who was two weeks from getting married mm. and wedding done. Mm-hmm. Did not go through and it was everyone. That's a smart was, thing to do. Everyone was just like, "Oh my gosh, how can you do this?" But he knew he was making a mistake. He confided in in his best friend, and was just like, "I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be doing." Mm-hmm. And yes, it sucks to be the person on the other side of that. I am not at all downplaying the emotional trauma yeah. that that causes. I'm not at all making light of the situation. No. But by doing that, the pain that you saved in the future, right? In comparison to the amount of pain that you caused in that moment right. is, to me, I would believe night and day different because you have saved someone. Literally, you've saved someone's life. Like, your life trajectory is yeah. different. Like, we talk about the decisions you make in life mm-hmm. are are navigating or forging our paths. Right. That, when you make a decision to marry someone, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. I'm going to have kids. Like, we're right. going to create a life together. Mm-hmm. I, I, you were like, okay, well, we now have have, have two navigators on right. this life. And that relationship wasn't working on many levels. Yes. I mean, many levels. And like you said, the, he really did. He saved them both in the long run. And I think that's what people need to consider. Because I've heard, I've had conversations with a couple men who are with women who they don't, they're not 
enthralled with. They're just kind of like, it's, it is very much that like, you know, well, I, she's been around for a while. I think I'm done hoeing now. And so <laughs> I'm go, I like, I'll be settling down soon. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person. I wouldn't want to be that person. Like, well, I guess, I guess I'm done. So you'll do. No one wants to be married to that. So don't feel bad breaking up with somebody or moving uh, forward away from someone because in the long run, you are saving them too. You are opening up their future to to real, true, intense, amazing love. You both deserve that. So, so it's time don't, to reevaluate some of your relationships. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you're dating someone right now, like, are you wasting your time or are you wasting their time? And you may not even be in a relationship. You guys just may be dating for a long period of time. It could be a couple months. But it's like you know that you're not really feeling him or you're not really feeling her. But you're continu- continually stringing along the, the ride. For mm-hmm. what? Why? Yeah. This, is, this is unnecessary. Yeah. And we talk about being single and, 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 and we'll, we'll maybe possibly touch on it at the mingle. But it just goes back to being intentional with everything that we do. Joy is being intentional with her straws and not <laughs> trying to, to pollute the world. We're being intentional in our marriage. But it's like you need to be intentional in your dating. You need to be intentional in your relationships and honestly say, is this someone who I can see spending the rest of my life with? And the answer is no. Then why are you And it will this be yes or no. I think people who haven't For found sure. it yet think... It's like, well, I, maybe that's not a yes. Yeah. And like, just yes or no. And, and, it's, yes. not, and, you, and it's not a definitive. And to yeah, me, it's I, not going to be like, this is for sure 100% for sure. going to work out. It's can I see it? Can I Do see, I correct. want this? Correct. Do I, I wouldn't even say that. Do, is this who I want it to work out with? And if and if you and yeah. I and I do think it, it it does slightly change the older you get, depending on what phase in, in life you are, you have a, a stronger awareness of what you want in life and mm-hmm. the things you want to do and what you want to accomplish. So I, I I do think it's not you can't just paint it with a, a broad brush, but, but for the most part, it is. There's an understanding if, if yeah. you are out here like dating someone, you're like I know this person is not the the long like. Why are we wasting each other's time? I don't think intuition time? requires you to make like a pros and cons list. Like if you're trying to figure out like whether or not you still want to be with somebody, you're like to the point where you're making pros and cons. Which I do think pros and cons lists are great. I do, but I like intuition doesn't need that. So pay attention to your gut. So again, it's time for a gut check. You need to, to reevaluate, start having conversations, and decide: Are you intentionally moving about your dating life with purpose? And if you're not, you may need to tune in to the soul, tune into your gut, and move accordingly. Meditate, people. Just meditate and everything will be fine. <laughs> we did have a really good meditation session yeah. last night. It has changed your life, and I'm looking forward to actually meditating after we conclude the show. Right. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, and if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.